welcome to the Hold Nothing Back podcast. My mission with every episode is to relay information on training, nutrition, and mindset that I wish that I had when I first started my own fitness journey. If you do like the podcast, don't forget to leave a review and let me know on the Hold Nothing Back Instagram. Without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, everyone. So today I have my friend Eva here. Um, We're just going to be talking about our experience with the birth control pill and kind of how um, we read a lot of stuff and we did a lot of our own research and we just found that it was best for us and the symptoms that we were experiencing to come off of the pill. So this is not to say that you should not be taking the pill. Um, This is kind of just to inform you so that you can make the best decision um, with the information that we give you. Um, so with that being said, Eva is, or actually, I guess you could introduce yourself. So what are you doing right now, um, in terms of like holistic nutrition and hormones and learning about that? Yeah. So I got really into nutrition probably coming up on two years ago now. Um, currently I'm in my third out of seven terms at, uh, Bridgeport's Nutrition Institute. So I'm getting my master's in, um, human nutrition. So I'll be moving on when I graduate from that and I pass the CNS, I'll be, Uh, at some point, opening a practice for holistic nutrition. And I want to deal mostly with disease, um, people who, not just like nutrition coaching, where I would give macros and stuff like that. It was more, my expertise would be more about um, disease and helping people get through that with nutrition and holistic practices. Awesome. Yeah. And so what was your, so what did you go to school for in the beginning? Criminal justice. I did a whole switch up. Um, if that's for some people, it's it's really not for me like I thought it was at the time because I expect you to know what you want to do forever at 18. Uh, and I definitely did not know. I just liked Criminal Minds. <laughs> yeah. The real world is not Criminal Minds, thankfully. But um, yeah, so right now I'm working in juvenile court and I'm an investigator there for the public defender's office. Um, it is it's it is great, but it's just definitely not what I want to be doing. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I mentioned like in the first episode um, how I went to school for my bachelor's um, in business. So definitely like if you're out there, like we changed it completely just because like we found that there was just issues that like with our doctors and like traditional medicine that there's stuff that we just couldn't fix ourselves. Um, So that's kind of where we're at right now. And I will also say, funny story, I met Eva through a mutual friend and I came over for a game night and I was like tipsy and whatever. And then this girl I literally just met comes over and she's like, hey, can I uh, do a hormone quiz with you? <laughs> and so she literally, like she she had me tally up all these symptoms I was having and she was like trying to help me figure out like what's going on with my hormones. So I just thought that that was a funny story because it really shows you like, like we just have such a connection. Like this is what we do all the time when we hang out is we just talk about like health and fitness. Um, so yeah, so I just wanted to throw that in there. But with that being said, um, I kind of want to get into uh, our history with the pill and why we came off. Um, so I'm going to start with Eva. Yeah, I actually have a semi-complicated relationship with the pill or history with the pill. Um, I originally started when I was 18. Like a lot of us do, we're young. And uh, we're not given a lot of information other than it will prevent pregnancy or maybe you had some period issues and your doctor said that you'd be better off just going on the pill to get rid of whatever it is, cramps, um, general pain, discomfort. And the pill is often given as a band-aid for that. So 
that's originally how that started for me. The It was kind of a Band-Aid for cramps and heavy periods, um, which I now know is actually just a symptom that something's off. It's your, it's a vital, your period is a vital sign and it's telling you what's wrong um, if, you, if you're willing to listen. So what recently, what I probably, March 2020 is when I officially went off for good. I had bounced around back and forth here and there, um, going on and off different pills. Um, in March, I was experiencing really bad hormonal acne. Um, and this is no fun when you're an adult for acne just to come out of nowhere because I had never really had, I didn't have perfect skin, but I also didn't have, um, as bad as it was getting. So I saw a naturopath. She told me maybe actually it was the birth control. So I, and that was right around the time that I found the book Beyond the Pill by Dr. Jolene Brighton. And I started reading that. And then that's what really solidified it for me that I was going to go off. Um, cause that's what worked best for me at the time. Um, and then once I did go off, I saw not much improvement in the hormonal acne because the one that I was on, it was the ring. Um, the hormonal ring was causing the acne. And then once I went off, it kind of got worse for a little bit. And that's post-birth control syndrome. So, and that's part of that. And it's, it's a symptom of high androgens. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I was just going to say my experience was similar where I remember having, um, well, actually, if you guys remember the first episode, um, I already had like high anxiety. I had a lot of trauma in my life. Um, and that's when I started getting really painful periods. And that's where I remember going to a doctor um, and they just kind of gave me the pill. And I was like, oh, everyone is taking the pill that's that's near my age. And it's just a normal thing. And hell, yeah, I don't want to have a period. Like I was excited that I was never going to have to deal with the bleeding anymore. So, yeah, so I went on the pill as well. Um, and I didn't really realize at the time. But looking back, my anxiety definitely had gotten worse. Um and I've, yeah, I've kind of always dealt with, uh, it was hard to lose weight. Um, I can't think of anything. I think it was just anxiety and depression that I really dealt with. Um, go ahead. Yeah. And that was actually something that I didn't mention about one of my symptoms was as soon as I went off the pill, like within maybe two weeks, I gained 15 pounds. Like it was, it was almost immediate. And that's not to say that's going to happen every time. Some people actually lose weight after going off the pill, but that is one of the symptoms and it's something that my body was trying to tell me about my hormones and what was going on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have even known any of the, like what I know now, if it wasn't for Eva, who was like that weirdo at the party <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> and I thought she was crazy. No, I didn't. But, um, but yeah. And then just like, you know, <laughs> and then just, uh, you know, shout out to some of the coaches I follow that have had podcasts on this. Um, and then also the the Jolene Brighton, the Beyond the Pill book that Eva lent me um, really just opened my eyes because like you don't even realize you're having these symptoms until you learn about it. And you're like, oh, shit, this is like what I'm experiencing. Mm -hmm. So actually, really quickly, I have the book in front of me. Um, so I have uh, kind of some of the symptoms of what you may be experiencing uh, while on the pill or when you're coming off. Um, so for example, like too much estrogen would be if you have excess weight gain, um, around your stomach, uh, thigh area. Um, sometimes this was actually big for me when you cry over nothing. Um, <laughs> I, when I would hang out with my parents and I'd leave their house, I'd literally cry on my way home. Cause I was like, I'm going to be alone forever. Um, anyways. And so, uh, <laughs> too little estrogen would be, um, 
depression, anxiety. I know that's also with uh, too little progesterone. Um, also having difficulty with memory, um, uh, more fine lines and wrinkles. Um, another common one, like I just said, is the too little progesterone where you're having um, more PMS symptoms. Um, you feel anxious a lot. Um, you're feeling irritable. Um, you may also have, if you're trying for a baby, you could have a miscarriage. That's also super common. Um, another one is uh, too little testosterone. So that would be um, low libido, no motivation, hard to gain muscle, um, and also like anxiety as well there. So anxiety is a huge, uh, a common theme. Um, and so like I said, that those are the symptoms I was having. Um, as well as it was also messing with um, cortisol production and thyroid hormone. I know a lot of people have issues with thyroid. Um, what were, did you have? So what were your symptoms? I know you said acne. Yeah, acne, uh, weight gain, and this is after going off the pill. Because um, you feel generally, some people have a lot of issues with the pill, and that's mainly like emotional, anxiety. It can cause a lot of issues with that. Um but after going off is when all of my symptoms hit, and that can actually inspire a lot of people to go right back on. But there are reasons um, that you, you want to come off. And at some point in your life, if you want to have a baby or um, just in general, at some point, you're probably going to want to come off. And a lot of people don't think about it. If you went on for period issues to begin with, those are going to come right back because it was just a Band-Aid. The issue wasn't fixed. But <laughs> like you said, my, my symptoms were, yeah, acne, weight gain. Um, I did have a bit of anxiety. I had my symptoms were aligned with high testosterone, but also high estrogen. Um, I never actually got my. Um, actually, I did. I got a hormone test once, and it indicated possible PCOS, but it wasn't enough to diagnose. Uh, and PCOS is something. It, it's you really can only diagnose it with hormones um, by doing hormone testing, and even then, it's kind of like a, if your doctor thinks this is aligned with the um, testosterone levels that you would see that you would see with someone with PCOS and also the symptoms. So um, which PCOS can be caused by birth control pill. So again, at some point in your life, you're not going to probably not going to take it forever. So at some point in your life, you're going to have to come off. And um, these are some of the symptoms that you might see. Now, um, I'm sure you're probably wondering, like, why is birth control so bad, right? Um, and I know a lot of people, like, I've heard um, people say, well, I still have a cycle because I'm still bleeding every month. Um, but in reality, that's just not the case. Um, the reality is, is it's pretty much, I mean, it depends on what type of birth control you have. Um, but I know mine, like, it was progestin-based. So mm -hmm. progestin is not really progesterone. And that's why I was still getting the anxiety. It doesn't do the same things. Um, as the real hormones. Yeah, progesterone actually is kind of like soothing and calming. So if your hormones are on track, you the phase of your cycle that your progesterone dominant is like a happy, calm phase. And that's how it should be. But um, that when you're on the pill, it's like these are synthetic hormones and it's not doing the same thing. And that goes for estrogen as well. Yeah, it's kind of like um, it uses like feedback inhibitions to tell your brain that you have enough of those hormones because of the synthetic hormones. So it stops producing the, its own hormones. Um, and that's where like, you know, it's, it doesn't do the same thing for your body. Um, and just a quick example of this is real estrogen, like the, the estrogen that you actually produce. 
um, keeps your brain and bones healthy. And same thing, like real progesterone that you produce from your body and not just progestin, the synthetic version, um, keeps you feeling calm, happy, and reduces anxiety and helps use fat for energy. Yeah, and the pill actually, there are a lot of things that it depletes within your body. And one of those things, one of the bigger things that I think is B vitamins. Uh, B vitamins are essential for energy, for brain energy, for muscle energy. And the um, so the, the pill actually depletes these vitamins. So a lot of times uh, a female will go to the doctor and say, you know, I'm going to have a baby soon. What should I do about my birth control? So they'll be like, oh, you know what? Whenever you decide to have a baby, you can go, you can go off and try the next day. So while you may get pregnant right away, and a lot of women won't, it takes some women, it takes months to get their period back. Um, but a lot of women can also get pregnant right away. But the issue with this is that your B vitamins are depleted. So and your liver is working overdrive and folate, which is a B vitamin, actually is essential for the um, neural tube development of the fetus. And when this doesn't happen, when the folate isn't sufficient in the mother, the baby may be born with spina bifida or other um, issues with neural tube development. Some other deficiencies that you might come across with the pill or you will come across with the pill are zinc and magnesium. Uh, zinc deficiency actually makes it harder to recover your period after going off the pill. And um, it's also really essential for immune health, which we've learned through this whole pandemic crisis. A lot of people are talking about zinc right now. And then you always want to pair zinc with copper so you don't in turn um, develop a copper, copper deficiency. And then magnesium is really important for phase two detoxification of the liver. Um, and this is essential for detoxing estrogen. Um, and this is also, so if you're having trouble actually pooping, then magnesium citrate is the, the magnesium type that you might want to use until you're a little bit regular because that makes things move a little bit. And then magnesium bisilicate, uh, chelate and magnesium, magnesium bisilicate is one that you'd want to take if you're not having that issue. Um, and then magnesium too is really great for sleep and sleep. If you're not sleeping properly and long enough, like eight hours and quality sleep, um, then your, your hormones are going to be really off too. Well, one thing I will say about sleep is that you guys will have to stay tuned because sleep is a huge thing for pretty much every process in the body. So I just want to throw that out there that we'll definitely have to be doing that soon. Yeah, very essential. Yeah, and that detox pathway that I was talking about before, the liver detox pathway, um, is really essential because if that if the liver gets gummed up, then there's a lot of antioxidant, like oxidative stress that's going on in the body and then also inflammation. And when toxins get built up, this is what leads to that inflammation and everything. And this can actually be a trigger. The birth control pill can be a trigger that your body needs if you're already genetically predisposed. Dis predisposed. <laughs> predisposed. <laughs> if you're to, um, to autoimmune disease. Autoimmune disease. That threw me off. Yeah. So if you're already mm -hmm, to autoimmune disease, then... You, this can actually be the triggering event which causes that to happen. And these are things like rheumatoid arthritis um, and just other autoimmune disease, which if you don't know what that is, that's when your cells attack your own tissue. So your body can't differentiate between foreign and domestic, I guess. So 
um, those people can be dealing with those symptoms for a very long time before a doctor actually notices. And this can absolutely be caused by the birth control pill. All right, so I just played that clip back. I'm sorry, you can hear our dogs barking, but they're, <laughs> they're having a, a play date downstairs. Um, so now, now that we talked about everything, what birth control really does, I kind of want to get into how we got rid of our symptoms. And of course, we're not doctors. Um, we're still in school for this stuff. So I'm not even in school yet. <laughs> I'm just doing my own research, taking uh, a couple classes here and there. Um, but yeah, so with my symptoms, with um, the super low progesterone, um, which was causing like the anxiety and everything, um, I've implemented Vitex or Chaseberry. Um, so that's something that is super, uh, not supernatural. It's all natural. <laughs> like, it's not going to. effects are supernatural. Yeah. It turns you into superhuman. No. So that's what I've been taking um, kind of to stimulate my bleed. Go ahead. Yeah. And that also, Vitex is really great for all period issues. It has in all um, its research, it's actually shown to reduce period symptoms, PMS symptoms. That's including emotional symptoms, um, your cramps, heavy bleeding, stuff like that. It has shown to reduce that by 50%. So I really recommend that to any woman that's dealing with issues like that. But because it is a natural supplement, it does take about three months to kick in before you're really going to feel the effects. And you really only need to take it like six days before your period, one um, in the morning for the, six, first, for the six days before your period starts. Yeah. Yeah. I've just been taking it like I, so my history is that I never really had regular periods. So I have actually just been taking it um, just throughout the month because I, you know, I don't even know when I am having, um, when I am ovulating and in my follicular or luteal phase. And actually really quickly, um, I guess we didn't talk about that, yeah. but so there is, do you want to talk about the phases really quickly? Well, yeah, it, just in really layman's terms, because I noticed that once I read this book, Beyond the Pill, and started learning more about women's health and reproductive health, that we aren't taught anything about our bodies, which is crazy. So um, just really quick overview. There's really, if you are regular, there are only six days out of the month that you can get pregnant. And this is your ovulation day, which is day 14 of your cycle. Day one is the first day of your period. So starting from there, day one, first day you see blood. And then day 14 is your ovulation day. Now this is if you're regular, this can fluctuate if your hormones are off or you're just coming off the pill, you're not going to be regular for probably like six months and people can see symptoms up to a year and a half after the pill. So, um, so day 14, ovulation, and then five days prior to that, because um, sperm prior, because sperm can actually live in your body for oh, five days. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, it can be chilling there for five days to wait for the egg. So that's why um, the five days prior and then the day of actual ovulation are the days that you are most likely to get pregnant. And people don't really know that. I had no idea until I, until I started learning about it. So I feel like that takes a lot of pressure off too, just to know your own body and to know when you're healthy and when your hormones are at their best, what, what can actually happen with that. And actually, before, uh, before we get into how you fix your symptoms um, of high testosterone, I do just want to mention, because I was listening to um, a podcast with Dr. Jolene Brighton and I know Eva and I are skeptical of this because we, like, why wouldn't a stripper be on birth control? But um, <laughs> there's, I guess there was a study where um, they found that 
the ladies on the ladies, the strippers on birth control or the strippers that were ovulating when they were ovulating, they actually had an increase in tips that they got just because like when you're ovulating, it's just like how we are made up as humans where like males can tell when you're ovulating. And like, that's where you get like, if you are having a normal cycle, you're getting like the fuller lips, like the more curvier and and all of that. Yeah. It's almost like a caveman way of our body showing and attracting men to be like, Hey, I'm ready to make a baby. And this is how our species has continued, you know, reproduction. So when we're ovulating, it's almost like our body just wants to let the men know in a weird way that, um, that we're we're ready. ready. Our bodies (laughs) are ready, but yeah, we were skeptical of like, why wouldn't strippers be on birth control? But that's really assumptive of us. Yeah. (laughs) Assumptive. I don't know. All right. So uh, now that we got that out of the way. So Eva, what did you do? Um, Because I know you said that you were having very high testosterone, you were dealing with acne. So how would someone start to go about that? Yes. So I was experiencing symptoms of high testosterone. My naturopath sent me to get blood work done. And um, she came back with, like I said before, that it may indicate PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome actually question uh i know with pcos there's insulin um issues with uh insulin did you have that no i did not not that we knew of so it it was kind of like a broad because i was also having pain with intercourse so um that was something else that she thought maybe that's part of it um and because of the acne and the high androgen symptoms she thought maybe like let's just test for it but i and like a little bit of the weight gain but uh, yeah, because PCOS, a lot of symptoms can be you know, women may be overweight, infertile. Um, and also that was another thing. I didn't ovulate the first few months after my period. And I haven't actually checked since. So I may or may not be. I don't know yet. So uh, that was an issue. So th- some, some signs were pointing towards PCOS. But I really don't think that's it anymore because my acne really has cleared up. I don't have the symptoms of the high uh, testosterone anymore. So what I did was actually the 30-day program that she uh, lines up out in her book, the Dr. Jolene Brighton's book, Beyond the Pill, she lines up just, it's essentially like a um, elimination diet because if something is really long, there's a lot of complicated listing of things that um, could affect your hormones, but basically it was just cutting out a lot of stuff. So we did no sugar. No, and I know that Sedona just did this as well. Um, it's no sugar, no dairy, no refined grains, no gluten. Um, what else is it? No alcohol. Yeah. yeah, alcohol. Like even one sip can raise your estrogen and throw off your hormones. Um, Was it and, artificial sweeteners too? Yeah, no artificial sweeteners. Okay. Pretty basically just whole foods, whole foods diet, which is like essentially paleo. Yeah, like so that's essentially how I eat anyway. So it wasn't that big of a deal. And that's during my thirty days is actually when Sedona and I met in person. Um, I had that, those people over my house and I wasn't drinking. Um, and I remember she told me to have a cookie and I said, no. And she's like, you're so good. (laughs) I know. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, but my, through that and kind of just following that program, um, sticking to it the best that I can, 30 days, I was perfect. And it actually, we extended it. My boyfriend did it with me. Uh, we extended it to like four days after that. And then we went out to eat to break it. And once you're there, like at that 30 day mark, you're really just not interested in foods that make you feel crappy. So, cause you just feel so good. Um, and there was no bloating, nothing like that. 
So things were good. And then I kind of just try to stick to that as much as possible. And I've been feeling really good. And did you do the the liver detox? Because um, I think we mentioned that briefly, just how it could place a lot of stress on your liver. Yeah, I did. She has a liver detox two week program, which Sedona did do. And but I didn't actually do that during my 30 days because it's kind of expensive. So I just mm. wanted to do the 30 days at first. Um, I think she sells it. It's, it's a two week program. Um, she gives you everything that you need for it. But it's like 200 something dollars. So I just wanted to wait on that. I do have it so if I do feel like I need to use it. So uh, but right now I feel pretty good. And uh, I've kind of left it at that for me. And how long has it been like, cause your acne has gotten better. How long has it been since you've been gotten to this place of coming off of the pill and you feel pretty good now? Uh, so March, 2020, so almost a year now, uh, I, I'd say the symptoms have, I, I know for a fact that my hormones are not perfect yet, but I'm definitely getting there. My period is regular. Um, I feel pretty good overall and I can tell, but I do have some symptoms like my I still get cramping my first day of the period, and then um, occasionally I have some emotional symptoms. I don't notice them, but my boyfriend tells me they're there. So, <laughs> of course, <laughs> yeah. Um, but sometimes I do notice. I'm like, why am I upset? I should not be upset right now. And that's when I kind of know, like, okay, something's off. It's it's just a, like I said, a vital sign, and your body's telling you this is something you need to fix. And this is important for also muscle gain and knowing all these things um, can be really important to advance yourself, even if your only goal is aesthetics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is um, where, like, I would always tell, like, with my clients, when they sign up to me, I send out a hormone questionnaire um, to see, well, first of all, if they're on birth control, and then also to see where their hormones at, because, and this will be something I have to uh, talk about in a later podcast, but, like, if your hormones are all out of whack, like, especially, like, even with thyroid issues, I know a lot of girls that compete or diet all the time have a lot of issues with thyroid. Um, Yeah, and that's actually something that I wanted to bring up really quick was the hypothyroid is a really common autoimmune disease in women. And that kind of coincided with the normalization of birth control, hormonal birth control. And like I said, birth control can be a triggering event for an autoimmune disease like hypothyroid. Yeah. Okay, so um, really quickly, just want to go over some methods that you can use uh, if you're not taking birth control, because I know that um, people are taking birth control so they don't get pregnant. So (laughs) what are other ways that you can do this? Um, so did you want to just talk about the fertility awareness method real quick? Yeah. So how I mentioned before that you can really only get pregnant six days out of your cycle, that's pretty much the premise of the fertility awareness method. So what I do is I have an app called flow that I just track my cycle and it'll tell me the day that I should be ovulating. And then it gets to know you. So you put in your symptoms, you can track everything. And with every information that you give it, it, it kind of adjusts to get to know you personally. So, uh, that's one that I use. So I know the days to be careful and maybe use a condom or abstain. I prefer to use not abstain. Um, so these are, that's just something that you can keep in mind if you're not trying to do the pill. I know there's also the copper IUD, uh, but I'm not, I don't have enough information about that, and I'm not. I know it's non hormonal. Um, I know it, and Dr. Jolene Brighton mentioned something about it and said if she had a daughter, she maybe would say, don't use it if you cannot. 
Yeah, no, I actually was just listening to a podcast with her um, before this, and uh, she was just saying how she went on the the copper IUD, and um, basically, like, people find that it increases their flow, and she was Mm. saying that she already had a very heavy flow, so when she was on the copper IUD, she became anemic, just because it increased it even more, so that's just something uh, to be careful of. Actually, really quickly, I just thought, um, so... A quick overview. So if you're not taking the pill, I know some people are uh, use IUDs. Um, and that's more of a, I don't know what you know, but I know that's more of like a localized effect. Um, and some people don't find it as um, the symptoms as severe as birth control. But I know that there's so many different um, kinds of it out there. Yeah. And when we've been saying the pill this whole time, um, it's pretty much just all hormonal birth control can do these things to you. Like it can be that trigger for autoimmune disease or... Um, cause all of these de- the nutrient depletions and stuff like that. So really anything that's hormonal that's going into your body. And I don't know enough about the localized effect, but I do know that um, when we use the word pill, it's pretty much interchangeable if you have the hormonal IUD or if you have the ring. Um, they may ha- have different symptoms, but it's all adjusting your hormones in an unhealthy way. Yeah. Yeah, I just know too, um, there's different generations of progestin. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I've just read how the older generations of progestin can actually have more severe symptoms than the newer generations. Um, so with okay. that being said, um, we definitely recommend this book, Beyond the Pill, by Dr. Jolene Brighton. And just to educate yourself in general, um, because even if you do hire um, a coach or um, a holistic nutritionist or a naturopath, um, you, there, there's going to be bad people in any profession, you know? And so you want to have the power to be able to make the right choice and be informed so you can choose the, the doctor that's best for you. Um, but yeah, and you definitely, if you, if you feel like you're experiencing these symptoms, I would totally, uh, get blood work done. And like I said, just be informed. So did you have anything else to say, Eva? <laughs> no, I just think that having autonomy over your health, um, starts with knowledge and, because people rely a lot on doctors and they, they, no one person knows it all. So, and you know best what's going on with you. And a lot of women hear that uh, their symptom is just like, oh, like, is it really that serious? Is it all in your head? That kind of stuff. So having this knowledge in this book for me was very much so like nothing, <laughs> none of this has been in my head. This is very real. And Um, knowing your symptoms and knowing what they might mean just gives you autonomy over your health. And I think that's amazing. Yeah, totally. And, and you, I know it sounds so stupid, but you literally have one life to live Mm -hmm. and it's your body. And so you're living in this body the rest of your life. Like you want to take preventative measures and make sure that you're optimizing every single aspect in your life. Um, yeah, just because like, yeah, you just have one life. You don't want to be dealing with anxiety when it's totally fixable. Um, so Eva, where can they find you? I know that you started a nutrition Instagram, but you haven't been as active as I would encourage you to be. (laughs) Yeah, I'm really bad at, uh, social media. I don't love it. So, and I just, I really should be more active on it because there's so much good information that I I really just started it because I was learning all this stuff in school that I thought was so interesting and applicable to people's lives. And, um, yeah, I've been kind of lax on it. So that is Voss Nutrition, V-A-S Nutrition. Uh, That's on Instagram. And, you know, I I definitely will, as time goes on, be posting more on that. Um, I have one post lined up to come up soon. So that's really where you can find me at this time. 
Cool. And then if you guys do like this episode with Eva, um, let me know so that I can bribe her to come back and make sure she keeps coming back. Um, so that's it for this episode. Um, if you did like it, leave a review. Once I get to 50 reviews, I'm going to be giving away a free month of coaching. So make sure to do that. Oh, and also leave your Instagram handle so I could find you if you do win the giveaway. Um, so, all right. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you for listening. episode make sure to leave a review and share to social media and if you are interested in hiring me as your coach head to www.holdnothingback.net to apply